Welcome to Season 2 of There Are Good Things Here, the podcast where you listen in as Katie Hubbard talks to God about life in the year that it got upended by her first cancer diagnosis. I hope you'll find grace in her honest, hard, and hopeful words. I'm your host, Norman Hubbard, and I just want you to hold on to Jesus like Katie did. It won't be easy or perfect, but it will be worth it. We're going to pick up with Katie's journal entries in September of 2009 after her initial diagnosis with cancer and treatment uh, with chemotherapy and radiation. Things have really picked up for her in life and in her ministry with the Navigators at the University of Illinois. You'll hear that in these journal entries. Tuesday, September 1st, 2009. Dear Lord, I like September. I'm always glad when it rolls around. Yesterday, I woke up at 6.30 a.m. and went all day until 10 p.m., got in bed at 11. In all those hours, I had approximately 30 minutes to myself. It sure is wonderful to have all the energy to do the things that a mom needs to do. What a blessing, and what a contrast from last spring. I need to remember how different my situation is now that I have Joseph, and not overdo it. I'm skipping staff meeting this morning. Yesterday we met with Jeff and Jess in the morning, and then I met with Carly in the afternoon, and somehow in the midst of all of that, you helped me to get all the laundry done. I read the worst article last night about kids in Central Africa who were accused of witchcraft and abandoned. It was awful. Joseph woke up at 5 a.m. this morning, crying his heart out in bed. He just clung to me when I went in and got him, and I thought about all those kids who were abandoned and damaged, who comforts them. There are so many families here who would adopt, so many abandoned kids over there. Sunday in church, Alan preached on Luke chapter 5 where the disciples fished all night and caught nothing. I cried all the way through the sermon. It made me feel like I had really heard from you. I don't think I had mentioned this in this podcast, and I'm not even sure Katie mentioned it in her journal. If she did, I missed it. That uh, we had spent years at the University of Illinois with the Navigators and just felt like our first three years we met some wonderful students, but it just seemed like our ministry had never gotten off the ground, really. And the summer before, uh, the summer of 2009, just before this journal entry, uh, we were meeting with our staff team, and Katie really felt like she heard from the Lord from that scene in Luke chapter 5 where the disciples had fished all night and caught nothing. And Jesus gets in the boat with them and says, cast your net on the other side of the boat, Um, which and Peter initially kind of protested and then said, you know, but because you're the Lord, we'll do what you say. And Katie felt like what the Lord was telling us to do uh, in our ministry was not something brand new, but just do again what you have been doing. But with his presence and his promise, things would be different. And so when she says that Alan, our associate pastor at the time, spoke on that passage and she cried all the way through the service, that's why. Um, 
she goes on to write uh, on, let's see, yes, Monday, September 7th, 2009. Dear Lord, it's Labor Day, a holiday. Yay. It's so nice to sleep in and have a little break. Kayla went to Indianapolis with friends. Fun for her. We will try to go to Curtis Orchard today. It's a beautiful day. Yesterday was a hard day emotionally. I talked with Norman. I know regular Bible study and exercise time will help, too. And then she has a quotation. I think this comes from a book, 100 Days of Praise, because she mentions the book later in the entry. But she has this in quotations. It would be wrong to have a poverty complex, for to think ourselves paupers is to deny either the king's riches or to not to deny our being his children. I'm praising you for abundance today from 100 Days of Praise. Yesterday I said to Norman, all I see is limitation and lack, but that is contrary to who you have revealed yourself to be in Scripture. Lord, in me there is poverty and want. In you is life abundant and everlasting. My resources are sore lacking. Yours are infinite through eternity. I am your child, a child of the King of kings and the Lord of lords. Father, please help me to live in my position in you. Help me not to live in poverty when you have provided abundantly. Lord, please help me. I am so limited. Please restore my faith that moves mountains and believes the impossible of you. And please help me as I face emotional difficulty. And she goes on to write on Thursday, September 17th, 2009. Dear Lord, Wow, my days are full. Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday are just nuts. I'm very tired this morning, but happy. I'm doing all of the things that I love. I feel like you've given me so much back. My cup feels like it is brimming to overflowing. We have a great upper-class women's Bible study. I just love the girls. 1 Peter 5, 5-7 be clothed with humility. God resists the proud, but gives grace to the humble. Therefore, humble yourselves under the mighty hand of God, that he may exalt you in due time, casting all your care upon him, because he cares for you. I don't want to be resisted. And then Psalm 37, 5. Commit your way to the Lord. Trust also in him and he shall bring it to pass. And verses 3 and 4. Trust in the Lord, and do good. Dwell in the land, and feed on his faithfulness. Delight yourself also in the Lord, and he shall give you the desires of your heart. I should mention, by the way, that in her next couple of entries, they're short and I won't read them, but Katie begins to detail at the end of September a number of ways that God had provided for us, people just sending us money, sometimes anonymously, her mom finding her a um, 
a vacuum cleaner for $35 at a yard sale, things like that. But God really began to provide in ways that Katie was taking note of. And then on into October of 2009, Katie begins Thursday, October 1st, 2009. Dear Lord, another extremely busy but very good week. I've had a cold or allergies or something. Bible study was awesome on Wednesday night. I love that group. Thank you. Thank you for all that you are doing among us this year. It is amazing to watch. My plate feels very, very full. I should also mention, and I can't remember again if uh, Katie wrote this out during this time, but 2000, the fall of 2009 was such a turning point for our ministry. The word that God had given Katie just to cast your net on the other side, do the same thing again, but that he would bless it certainly um, proved true for us that year. And God started bringing students around us in greater numbers and um, just opening doors of opportunity. At this time, I was leading a Bible study with our friend um, Josh Parr. He was playing baseball at Illinois and leading a Bible study for some of the guys on the team and got invited to serve as a volunteer chaplain with FCA for the team during the time. Um, so Katie, I think, mentioned several uh, of those things throughout her journal during this period. But that when she says, my plate feels very, very full and you're doing amazing things, that's what she's talking about. And then she goes on and says, Joseph has been indescribably cute lately, talking up a storm, saying, I love you, saying everyone's name and then see them or see them. He is either whispering or shouting. There is nothing in between. And he peeks out of his playtime and waves at me from his room. It's very cute. By the way, Joseph was not quite two years old at this time. Wednesday, October 21st, 2009. Dear Lord, Joseph is ensconced in his playtime with his blanket and pacifier. He climbs on his stool and sits in his rocker with his blanket and pacifier, and then he comes to the door and waves at me with his little fingers. Tonight is Bible study and baseball dinner, plus I have an oncologist visit at 1.20 this afternoon. This weekend is fall conference with the NAVs. Whew! There is so much to pray about. I think I need to take Joseph in for a flu vaccine tomorrow. That feels like the right decision. And from Friday of that week, Dear Lord, Joseph is in his crib hollering, Mama! It is so cute. He is so cute. We all adore him. And now he's yelling, Daddy! What a good day yesterday was. We got to go shopping at the mall. I found three pairs of jeans and some tops that I love, and we got great deals on everything. That, by the way, is the perfect day for Katie. Go shopping, find everything you want on sale, and come home happy. Norman was asked to be chaplain for the baseball team yesterday. Oh, there it is. You are truly opening double doors that will not be shut. I've also lost 10 pounds. Isn't that amazing? Thank you so much. Kayla got her ears pierced yesterday. Fun, fun. She is so beautiful.
I love these entries through the fall of 2009 because they detail so much of what Katie loved, her family, her Bible study with her students at the University of Illinois, the beautiful weather that she enjoyed so much, and above all things, the way that God was working in her life in such evident ways. Thanks for joining me for this episode of There Are Good Things Here. I look forward to being with you again in a couple of weeks.